but okay. And we are live. Welcome, welcome everybody. I just want to say thank you guys so much for tuning in with us tonight because it is your favorite, favorite power podcast team and we are definitely in the building yes, so uh yes. you know if it's your first time rocking with us we just want to say welcome and we hope that you guys come back to rock with us again every wednesday night between the hours of 8 and 9 p.m so for those of you that don't really formally know us we would like to go ahead and introduce ourselves and i go by the name of kesha kesh i'm your girl jay money and I'm Dr. Real, Mr. Motivational. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We have King Leo that may be jumping in in a second here for those of you that know um, King Leo. Uh, but as usual, we have some really, 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 really good topics for you guys tonight. Um, one of the topics that we would like to start off with. I want to take y'all back down memory lane just in case you guys uh, don't remember because it did happen a couple of months ago. But it was with Olivia Jade. And for you guys that may not know who Olivia Jade is, her mom is the lady she played uh, the wife of Jesse on the, the TV show Full House. And um, the reason I want to talk about this is because within the last couple of months, or I'll guess like even through the pandemic time we've had a lot of talk around being privileged mm -hmm. you know if you will like i mean from all different angles of things that happened you know with the white house things of that nature so when i saw the clip of what took place uh to her you know and her parents it, it just really made me do a little bit of research and to figure out like man like what what is in the mindset of people that's probably um, get to experience these things or that we look at as being privileged versus looking at even ourselves. And I found that, just in case you guys didn't know, there's multiple, multiple meanings behind privilege. Uh, you have your, your white privilege, you have your religious privilege, you have your gender privilege, you have your heterosexual privilege and economic privilege. And of course, you know, we don't think about it that way, I believe, because it's more so of uh, the talk is always around white privilege. Of course, we all know that, yes, it's, it's being born white and you're privileged, you know, to certain things based mm -hmm. on your race. You know, people are to supposedly look at you and understand that you're one that's privileged because of the color, you know, of your skin. But have we ever thought about the religious side of it? Have y'all ever had those people that you work with and they get those special days off because of their religion? And it's something that the company mm -hmm. actually approves, but mm -hmm. everybody else don't get it because that is not of their religion. It's, it's still privilege. Um, when it comes to economic privilege, it's more so like a person, and this is what really happened with her and her family. Economic privilege is more so about um, you having the actual means to do certain things to make sure that you, you know, your family, your kids are getting to that next level. And it doesn't really have to come with money. It doesn't have to be financial. It could be just your know-about. Like how many, how many times have you been in a situation because 
you know somebody at the top. And everybody else don't have to go through all those people at the top because you know somebody. And by default, you're privileged because you know cousin so-and-so at the top and now you're at the top. So it's so many different forms. I'm gonna try y'all, it may not work because we were having some problems with it uh, earlier. But I want to try to um, play this clip really quick, just so we can get a sense of what she was saying when she was on the red table. So hopefully it play. If it doesn't, I'll take it down. But I kind of want y'all to kind of see what it is that um, that this young girl was talking about. So just bear with us for one moment. I'm going to try to bring this stream into the live to give y'all the opportunity to see it. That's her, Olivia Jade. She looks just like her mom. She looked just like her mom. So I'm going to try. Uh, like I said, I had problems with it earlier, y'all. But even if I don't get to play it, if y'all can go back and look at this clip on the red table, you'll kind of get a sense of what it is that I'm going to kind of explain if I don't get the chance to play it that she was talking about because about I really my comfortable world it. right I think it's going to skip I hate it because I really want to play it she looked just like her mom I never had to look outside of that bubble. Right. But I also felt very... Okay, Jada, come through with the platinum hair. Misunderstood. The picture... Yeah. That okay. It's going to skip. I'm going to remove it because I want to kind of talk, talk to um, you guys about this and get your input on it and insight. But I'm going to remove the clip. But I just kind of wanted to give you a visual of what I began to see and what I witnessed and how it made me feel. Some of the things that she was explaining was, she said that the worst part of being privileged is not knowing that you're privileged. And when this stuff happened, you know, her parents were arrested. They actually, you know, they they took them in, her mom and her dad. Her dad. But what she explained on the show, you got this girl, she's 20 years old, but now she's 21. But, you know, she's on the cover of all these uh, different uh, magazines. You know, she got her own makeup line. She's popping. So she was explaining how she was in a box. She was not in the same world that we, you know, live in. So when you're surrounded by those sorts of people and that's all you know, it begins to be the norm. She said that's the worst part of, about this all. She said she never knew that she was privileged. She thought that everybody did these things for their kids. Meaning that it wasn't wrong because in her mind, she felt her parents worked hard. She felt like you're supposed to just walk in and talk to somebody and demand what it is that you want because we're, it's, we're in a free country pretty much. So the things that she explained was all of her friends in the same area, neighborhoods, schools, that they all did it. They're, all their parents were the same. So I say that to say, sometimes we got to step back and just really 
take a look to see is it is it really that sometimes a person may not know are they blinded to the fact because they're surrounded by everybody that's just like them vice versa another set of people if you're in a household with people and all you hear is those people cursing and talking crazy to each other it becomes normal and you go into another household and you don't see and witness that you feel like you out of place because why aren't they doing what it is that we're doing here and mm -hmm. i really felt for her because i honestly believed her i really believed that she was blinded to the fact that she was privileged mm -hmm. so what's and your I thought agree. i definitely <laughs> agree because you live a diff you grew up in a, a lifestyle where it's it's a different it's a way that you grew up and then when you go to somebody else and you're looking like but why are y'all not doing this? Uh, why are y'all acting a certain way? And we act this certain way. Because we had like, like I would just give incidents. I would just give an example. I grew up in the, in, in the projects and I had family members who didn't grow up in the projects. So when we go around them, I'm like, oh, they so bougie. Because I'm thinking how I act and how we were raised is how you're supposed to act. So how they're acting, I'm saying they're bougie. Oh, they're stuck up. They just acting bougie because they... They're, that's the way they, but that's the, that that's their normal, because that's the way they were right. raised. But I'm thinking, right. oh, it's not normal because I'm raised around people smoking weed, drinking, cussing every day. Um, people outside in the projects cussing and drinking every day. So when I go around people who stay in these big old houses, I'm like, oh, they're bougie. They, oh, they just acting stuck up. But that's just how they. Act. I mean, that's the way they was raised. So I believe that. I agree. What's your thoughts on it, Doctor Real? <laughs> Uh, we're all, at the end of the day, we're all a product of our environments, right? That's right. But my only challenge to her saying she uh, didn't know and being naive is that we're in the information age. <clears throat> you can mm -hmm. find out whatever you want to find out with a click of a mouse. Mm -hmm. So to sit here and say that she thought everybody did that to get in school or everybody in life was like this, it's a, as again, it's a bit naive and I'm going to call a little BS on that <clears throat> because there's no way in the world you can sit here and say somebody lived in Watts life is similar to yours. And mm -hmm. I brought up backstage about the lady who tried to put her kid in a better school district, a uh, black lady, and she got five years in jail mm. for wanting her kid to have a better life. And that's just, mm -hmm. just changed the zip code. We can go even with the insurrection. Imagine that would have been a whole bunch of NAACP members or just a black people, period, storming the Capitol. You'll be talking about multitude of fatalities mm -hmm. today and prison sentences going out. It wouldn't have been no, like the guy that got switched prisons because he had to eat organic food. Are you serious right now? There's people in prison who need insulin, you can't get it. <laughs> what we see here talking about is God getting the organic food. So for her to sit here and say she didn't know in this day and age, it's hard to believe that. Um, I understand that you're getting your product of your environment. I grew up similar to what Jay Money said. I grew up in the hood, mm -hmm. you know, but my, my great grandmother told me how to act or to move around in the world, mm -hmm. you know. So when I got around, can we go ahead? Can we add in the fact that she's nineteen? So again, take her back to her childhood. For example, the Kardashians—they're not watching the Kardashians. So mm -hmm. again, people are exposed to what's allowed in their household as well. Mm -hmm. Honestly, in my opinion. I mm -hmm. can't see celebrities of that nature even watching the news or watching certain things mm -hmm. because, for one, they're already upset about the paparazzi following them around. So, mm -hmm. they 
in my opinion, they can be a little blinded to unless you go seeking for it. But then again, if your mindset is already set to that, what would make me want to go and research it? What would make me want to go figure out why other people are doing something outside of what I'm doing when I'm assuming everybody's doing what I'm doing? The only people that usually go and search for those things are those people that's in need of something. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I feel like my money and my coins ain't right, I'm going to research how to go get some more money or, and you know, just I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jay Money. And then I was thinking like their parents could have had her shelter because she grew up in a household where do you have people taking care of you, preparing your food, doing everything for you. So she could be naive to everything. Like, well, my parents do everything. I have maids that do everything. Like you said, they're already celebrities. They have people doing everything. So she really could be blinded that she thinks that this was normal. But you can't. A 19-year-old in 2021 is different from a 19-year-old in 1981. Total difference. There's a difference because there's there's too much information out here. Regardless if you don't read the paper or anything, you're going to see, then you're going to know there's disadvantaged people in this world, especially people that got money because they're always going to these uh, social events and foundations to raise money for stuff like that. So, I mean, again, she could be naive to it, but I just got, it just kind of bothers me. You don't know nothing about getting into school. Well, let's flip it on this side of it. Let's flip it on this side of it. Because you could be right. I mean, I watched her. I honestly believed and felt what she said that she was genuine about. But then again, hey, maybe she's a good actress. But <laughs> let me let me let me say this. Is it possible that when she say, or not even her, anyone that's privileged who don't know that they're privileged, is it possible when they say things such as, I thought everybody did this for their kids? Maybe that they're not looking so deep into the wrongness of it, of like paying for something or whatever. Maybe what's instilled in them is from their parents that no matter what happened, you're supposed to go hard for your kids. No matter what it is. He mentioned that, hey, my mom and dad didn't go to college. You know, their intent was to make sure we had a good college life. But if that's all you see in your household and you are knowing that, and that, that's to my point. I've worked with people and seen people that say, oh, I'm going to go talk to such and so and so because this ain't right. Like they, they feel like I need something. I want something. I'm going to go get it. Maybe it's how they were raised. But mm-hmm. let's switch it to a household that's not going to go the extra mile to do for their kids. And the language that they speak to them is, we just ain't got enough money for this. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we 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 weren't brought up like this. We don't got this. We don't got yep. this. Yep. That is what the child is going to feel and what the child is going to know and what they're going to duplicate to their kids. Mm-hmm. So again, I can I mean it really touched me. That's that's why I'm talking about it because I've never looked at any other size of privilege to be honest with you other than white privilege. I've never mm-hmm. even put myself in a situation to understand a person could be privileged and not even know it. You know? And that it, it really spoke value into it makes you understand what you're doing even in your household goes a long way and that's what your children are learning and that's what they're gonna duplicate in their own. I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not giving kudos to them for going over and beyond to get themselves locked up and give, give their kids the best. 
But I am saying, I am saying, some people have that mindset that they want their kids to have the best, and you should be able to get what it is that you want, and they drill it, and they drill it, and they drill it, and that's just what it is, you know. That's just my thoughts on it. No, that's there's a lot of comments in the audience. Um, It says, "How can Carlos Johnson said, how can a 19 year old growing up in are you all able to see his comment? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good feature. What is this? Uh, I can't see it for some reason. How can a 19-year-old growing up in the age okay. of technology say she doesn't know anything about college enrollments? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, Carlos... Again, she wasn't. I'm gonna tell you something else that she did, and I and I got the sense of her saying what she said. It, it was it's truly how she felt. She did a YouTube video, I think, when she was like 14 or something, and she went and pulled this video in while she was sitting at the red table. And on the video, she was talking like one of the girls from 90210. She was saying that, yeah, you know, I don't really like this whole school thing and this college thing. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go talk to my dean and I'm going to say that, you know, I don't think I need this. I'd rather do some other stuff like, um, you know, have fun, get out there and do some other stuff versus sitting here in class all day. And I think I'm going to talk to my dean about it and let him know. So when they played that clip and she looked at it, she was like, that alone lets you know that she thought I sounded so stupid. She said, but really, I felt like that at the time of in my day and age and in my life that that's not something that I had to do. Not even knowing that everybody is not even, they don't get this opportunity to go to college. And here I am saying, I don't even care about college or I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, it was, you know, it, it, to answer your question, that's how. I mean, I know the technology is there, but you got even Alexa now reading books to you. You don't even got to, <laughs> you don't even got to push the button to do it so is she pushing buttons to Alexa no. I mean I don't know so she probably not to somebody pushing buttons for her everybody's doing everything for her but that was a really really good question um and that was good insight Carlos um Olivia said bias um says this is tied into the 1638 MD doctrine of exclusion we're going to have to go back and read y'all's comments. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of the time, but I really, really uh, felt like it was a really, really good subject to bring up. Just, you know, just because of all these things. And you, I'm going to have a moment of honesty right here. And I'm going to tell you, I was talking to my uh, my friend girl about this last night because I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I think I was telling her this, this topic. I was going to talk about it. And I might... I don't know, I might rub some people the wrong way, but how do y'all feel about, what about this $1,400 that's about to go out? And Ooh, everybody true. gets it. You got some people with nine and ten, I don't know if there's a cap on it, because guess what? I don't got those many kids, because you know why? Yes. I wasn't privileged to that. <laughs> I wasn't privileged to educate myself on all these benefits and stuff. You know why? Because I ain't never got them. <laughs> so it's like, you got you're getting fourteen hundred for each for kid. For each kid. But there's a cap. Is that on privilege? Kids. So what was it again? There's a cap on how many kids you can claim on your tax return. So I don't there's think. There's a cap. Yeah, you can't I sit there. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a cap. 
you claim. If you have 15 kids, you can't claim all 15 and kids is a cap. <clears throat> so you're not making them jokes about Kiki Wyatt with her 11 kids so that she's gonna take all the spending money. Uh, no, that's not how that works. So, but if you don't took care of 15 kids all your life, you can't get that money back? You can claim them, but it will cap on how many you're gonna get money for and you put it that way. You're not really? gonna get Yes. I'm thinking these ladies for the clean house. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking they have to be crab legs in the ocean still, y'all. We good. You can be crab legs and butter, so no worries. It's all right. <laughs> uh the exemption for all 15 children i did not know that that's i did not know that i when i saw that i said somebody is good i'm certain that's how that works also they get a child a child uh tax as well uh three thousand dollars uh i believe it is for children um under six 17 and then there's a little bit more for the ones under yeah, they get three thousand dollars. But Dr. Real, my question is, are those people just getting are they privileged? <laughs> um Yeah. But see, it's it's all it's all in how you word it, how you word privilege. Is it a negative privilege or is it a positive privilege? It's your tax money. You're paying this money into the system. But this so, is the thing. Yeah. It's gonna be negative for the people that ain't getting it. And it's gonna be positive to the people that's getting it. Yeah, like Because it's know, negative to me. I'm sitting there for thinking like I could have had all these kids. No, not really, because you know, my nerves too bad. But I'm just saying, you know, it it, it just kind of made me think a little bit. I'm like, now wait a minute, ain't this a sign of privilege? No, I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like no. it's privilege, Kesha. I'm on your side because that, 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 that is uh, money. I feel it's you. A privilege. It's a little That's privilege just, just going around around here. But anywho, all right, y'all. That was that was really, really good. I really appreciate y'all insight on that. But if y'all didn't get a chance to see that clip, go back to the red table and, and hear hear her out. Hear Olivia out and just kind of get a feel of like, dang, to me, she was genuine. Hey, she might be good at acting. I don't know. But I really think it was something that opened up my eyes to all these different things about being privileged. Like I said, I've worked with people too, and I'm like, well, we're, I ain't seen such and so and so in a week. And they told me because of his religion, he gets off. And I'm thinking, dang. Mm -hmm. I mean, I even kind of feel like that about the people that get to go outside and get an extra break because they smoke. Like, they get mm -hmm. to get an extra break because they smoke. I mean, you know, it's just a lot. Anyway, we have another topic that we're going to get into. And that topic comes from you, Jay Money. What we got? Okay, it's your girl J Money. I don't know if I can top the privilege. <laughs> you can, girl. You got this. Yeah, I don't know, but um, I'm. I just want to talk about uh, what you waiting on to say I do. So y'all know me about this marriage thing. So I might be ruffling a little, a lot of people feathers, but um, here we go. If you've been with a man for longer than 10 years, I'm just going to say 10 plus years, and he have never brought up the word marriage, 
you should be questioning your whole existence of why y'all together. Now, don't get me wrong. You might be that that independent woman or that woman or uh, what that woman of the century that I oh I'm not I don't want to be married I I don't want his last name or I don't feel like I should be married or we should um I should be married to him. But I just need you to know, according to the word, the Lord says a man who finds a wife finds a good thing. Is, is that that's what the word says, right? Just know that. <laughs> Because she might not be all that good. That's right. So, but I'm just saying, if you're sitting up here playing wifey, why are you not good enough to carry his last name? Why are you, if you're doing wifey duties, you're you're cooking, you're cleaning, you're coming home every day, you're faithful, you're doing everything that is expected of a wife, why are you not good enough to carry his last name? And then I know some people say, oh, it's just a paper. Of course, it's a paper, but it's a legal binding between yourself and your husband and yourself and God. It, let, let me say that again. It's a legal binding agreement between yourself and your husband and yourself and God. And you want to sit there and say, well, oh, I've been in a relationship for, we've been in a relationship for 12, 12 years. Remember, what a, what is a relationship? You can have a relationship with your kids. You can have a relationship with your friends. You can have a relationship with your coworkers. You can, people even have a relationship with their pets. It's called a relationship. A commitment is different. You can say I'm committed because I've been with him 12 years. That's not committed. And it just and I just need you ladies to know as long as he, he doesn't say I do, he don't belong to you. I need you to know that. And so he say I do, he don't belong to you. And so he signs that dotted line and say, I am your husband. He don't belong to you. Every woman got a right to that man just as much as you got a right to him because he doesn't belong to you. In the eyes of God, in the eyes of the state that you live in, he doesn't belong to you. And I need to also let you know, if this man was to die today, as he don't have a living will, you don't get anything. You know who gets anything? You know who get everything? His mama. And if his mama's not living, guess who gets the next thing? His kids. And if you were a man who has adult kids and you don't have a relationship with these kids, guess what? These kids are not going to even want you to have nothing to do with what they daddy got going on. And also, if this man die, I mean, if he's on a life support and he have, doesn't have a, what is it called, where you have the, the life support, where you can sign off to, to get him off life support, if he hasn't signed that, what is it called? A medical something? You guys don't know. Um, uh, what? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, if he I has. A, I can't think of the name of him. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, if he has a sign that while he's living, guess what? You can the mom can go in there and say, "I want uh, yeah a DNR, a do not resuscitate." The mom can yeah. go in there and say, "I want him off the life support." You can say, "That's my man. I've been with him 15 years. I don't want him off of it." The doctor's gonna say, "Are you his wife?" No. You don't have a, 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 you can't say anything about what that, what the mama has to say. I, I just need you to know if you're laying next to your man right now, or you in the house with your man, and y'all been together 10 plus years. And the reason why I brought up this subject, I have a friend who told me, I've been with my man and not one time have he ever brought up the, the conversation of us getting married. I said, really? I said, well, have y'all ever talked about it? She was like, no. And I said, well, have y'all discussed it? She was like, no. I said, well, how long y'all been together? She said, a little over 13 years. 
And I said, he's never even mentioned it. And I was like, no. I said, well, have he ever been married before? And she was like, no. I said, well, don't assume that he knows that's what you want. This is my words to her. And I said, this, I said, to me, this is what I would go to him and I would say to him. I would say, I, I'm, I'm a believer that I always ask a man something without asking a man something. Because I always feel like once you say, baby, can we talk? They defense mechanism shut down. Ladies, if y'all don't know that, Dr. Real can be a witness. Well, as soon as you say, oh, baby, can we talk? Oh, damn. What I don't did now? Oh, we, what, I don't did something. No. What you can do, ladies, is say, hey, hey, babe, I just, I just have a question. I noticed that we've been together for 12 plus years. And, I, and, and you know what? I don't see me going nowhere. And I don't see you going nowhere. And you know what? The type of man you are. I can see me carrying your last name. I can see you being the man that I can spend the rest of my life with. How do you feel about that? And see if his response is. He said, well, you know, I can see us being together for the rest of our lives. I'm like, well, what are we waiting on? That's how you can ask your man about us getting married without asking him about y'all getting married. Because I'm, I, this is what I told her. I said, that's like you're questioning him for not questioning him. Because if that subject has never came up, how do you know he know that's what you want? Because he might think you're comfortable in that situation. Like, well, hell, she ain't saying nothing about marriage, so I'm not going to say anything about it. Because he think you're comfortable. So what do y'all think about that question in Dr. Real? Hmm. That's a lot. <clears throat> My perspective... Go ahead, Dr. Real. Um... I think society has given marriage such a bad rap. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people don't want to do it anymore um, because they look at it like Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell been together over 30 years and never got married. Um, some right. people look at relationship changes once you get married. Um, you know, you hear all the time, especially people that have been married for a while, they'll say, man, I remember when we was having chandeliers shaking sex and the moment I said I do, it dried up like the Sahara, like the uh, you know the Sahara Desert. In some cases, that's true. It does change because you get comfortable with the oh, person. Why? Or you can look at um, you know some people look at the a marriage. You toss fifty dollars get a marriage license, but five thousand dollars to say I don't love you no more. So people look at it that way. Like it's been married, it don't cost nothing, but to get divorced and say you don't be with no more, it costs you a whole bunch of money. Um, so again, I think that the, 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 the societal dynamics have changed. Marriage is not a, a goal anymore. Um, you know, a lot of people just rather chill together. And once it's over, they move around. But they need to check their common law marriage laws in their state. Because they and, and that's what I was going That was my next subject. Uh, there's um, some states that if you've been together six months and got mail them to that house, you consider common law marriage. That's, so you got and that's in the state of Texas. About that. So and that's, that's that was the next thing I was gonna bring up in the state of Texas. If you've been married, if you've been together longer than nine months, you can actually go down and get a divorce from this person without even signing a paper saying that you guys have been married. Right. Nine months. As long as y'all yeah. stay together, you are legally married. He he then, would have to go down to get a divorce from you for you to separate from him. And one more point: religion has taken a downturn with this generation. This. Religion is no longer <clears throat> an important driving factor anymore. That's kind of, right. you know, there's so many young people who are now atheists or just, mm -hmm. you know, they, they dissect the Bible and try to find the, uh, you know, the things that they feel are not true mm -hmm. or they try to fit it, you know, to their narrative in life. So therefore, seeing you embarrassing God, they don't care about that. 
They're like, you know, who is he to tell me what to do? You know what I'm saying? I'm this is my life. So that's how they that's how they feel about it. But when I was yeah. doing a study of women's today, it says 85% of the women in America wants to be married. 85%. Study shows 85% of the women in America wants to be married. And it shows 60% are living in a house with a man right now, more than 10 years, and the man has never asked them to be married. Asked to their hand in marriage. And not that they don't want it, he is because he's never put the emphasis on is that what she wants or he never asked her to be married i just cannot see me a person i can't speak for all women but i just can't see me wasting 10 plus 12 years without me saying i do because of i've been in that situation when my husband died i had to sign all these papers i had to do all this and do all that but had i not been married to him his mom had to make the decision and his mom wasn't never there to do everything i did everything so for her to come in at the last year when he was dying and make the decision that would have broke my heart like i took care of you the whole time you were sick and then when your deathbed she come and make the decision that would have devastated me because but Jay, I didn't have because I never got married. No, if you put that into play, and if you're not married, you can put those things uh, in play to where if you're not here, you I can give you the right to to decide. You know, saying to DNR, or I can put you in my will to say that everything goes to you. Mm-hmm. you know, I can. Those things can be done even if you're not married. Mm-hmm. I just know, like in the way they show cheating, you know, the, the cheating spouses. And it's also your relationship with marriage, like how you came up with it. You know what I'm saying? If you, mm-hmm. if you as a man in your childhood, you experience, you know, your uncle getting a divorce and, and, and your mama and dad divorce, you, all you see is unhappy marriages. When you get old enough, you know, in your mind, why would I want to subscribe to that when I've seen nothing but unhappiness with this situation? You know what but I'm saying? Why play like you're married? Why be in the house and you're doing wifey and husband things, but you're not married? Like, I feel like that's pointless. Like, I'm not going to be in the house being faithful and playing wifey, washing your clothes, and, and I'm not your wife. No, I'm not doing it. I think it's the mental. I really think, uh, just to get my intake on it, Jay Money, I think it's the mental aspect of it because let's take the religion part out let's let's take mm-hmm. that part out like dr mm-hmm. real said because i think people have forgotten about that part so just mm-hmm. to make it make sense let's take that part out mm-hmm. you actually have guys that are eager to treat you like you're married and really really show you the things that he is capable of doing as a husband and also making you feel comfortable to in exchange show him the things that you're able to do as a wife mm-hmm. and it begins to feel so normal it begins to actually feel good but we all know the truth behind it which mm. in reality again if we take the religion part out of it it's not really the truth because it can happen either way i mm-hmm. think for the guys and even for some women they feel that we can enjoy doing all these things and we're not committed Meaning I can walk out and leave anytime I get ready. Or not only that, if it's a situation where they have all these different assets and things of like you're saying, I don't, I I like you a lot, but I don't, no one thinks forever. You know, Mm -hmm. I think the mindset is not now built to think forever. And if Mm -hmm. I no longer like you, I don't want to have to fight you for my stuff. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I think, and and, because that's what really goes in, but vice versa. 
even if you're married, a person can still, you're committed, but they can still chump the deuces and walk away. Mm -hmm. But I think Absolutely. it's the wording. I think it's just how people feel. They feel like, oh, we get married. Uh -uh, we stuck in this together. It's mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're supposed to. Biblically, unless one of us die, you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's, it's, it's a whole different time now. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people are reaping so many benefits without saying I do. Um, if they're not looking at it from the aspect that you gave Jay money, they're reaping all the benefits of it. So you really don't even have nothing to look forward to by saying I do, because you're getting most of the benefits of what you feel you need right now in the now. That's I mean, just, that's just my intake on it. If you're in a serious relationship, what are you doing? You are auditioning for marriage, my opinion. You're in a serious relationship. You both are auditioning to see if you deserve to be in this lifelong play together. Absolutely. So I see a lot of people say, well, I ain't doing this. I ain't your wife. But then on the flip side, they expect the man to be what a husband is, a provider, a protector. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So I can do that as a boyfriend, but you telling me you can't do wifey stuff as a woman, that makes no sense to me. Absolutely. Um, Carlos said, and that's a good question. Well, good statement. He said, I wonder how many of these men in that actual survey grew up seeing a solid family, a solid family, you know, or a dynamic. Um, meaning they may not have thought that. I saw that in my life, my family, and I was like, the hell with some damn marriage. Shit, that's hell. You know, I'm, I'm watching, really? I'm watching, I'm watching me and my family go through it. I'm like, damn, I ain't, I ain't getting married. And, you know and, and that's, and that's crazy. Years old. You know what I'm saying? I didn't so, grow up seeing marriage. Well, I was like, that's their experience and not mine. So what I can do is learn from them, but that was their experience, not mine. And look, Dr. Real, I didn't grow up seeing marriage and how, you know, I told you guys how my husband asked me to marry. I didn't uh, marry him. I didn't get the formal proposal. He said, baby, we've been together 10 years. You ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. Let's make this thing happen. And I said, okay. He said, you know what? And I ain't going to take away that you want this big old grand wedding. Go on, put that together and just tell me when to show up. That's how That's how it happened. Wow. That's how it happened. Hmm. I cannot see anybody, y'all. I ain't getting no knee on the floor, none of that. Maybe the next husband, let me speak into existence. You get on the knee, but I ain't seen no marriage growing up. One, one, one thing I just want to say, and hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. What's up? What's popping, King Leo? Had had a couple things going on, but one thing I do want to say about this subject. <laughs> one thing I do want to say about this subject is like 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 I'm real was saying, you know, why why would I jump into something that's gonna bind me for life when I don't have to if I'm getting everything right away? You know what I'm mm. saying? If I'm, if, I'm, if I'm getting everything that I need, why jump into this thing that's gonna bind me for life legally to where to where I can't get out of it later on if mm. I need to? If I'm getting everything now without it because there's just a piece of paper at the end of the day they put you on that piece of paper you're legally blind you're legally um, binded by that you know what i'm saying right. and to be honest to be honest back in the day when marriage actually meant marriage you know back that's way back when before they put that put it on paper and all of this extra stuff and and they used to used to get your butt beat for cheating on whoever mm -hmm. if you was married to them um, now now that you got the, the, the these all these legal people into it, you got these legal people as well. So why am I gonna jump into that when I can do all that without the paper? Mm. Dude, I can give you a ring and say we married all day. 
Mm. I can do it. And let's take this. Let's throw this into play too, because now we've touched on a lot of things. King Leo, Mm -hmm. you know, we've all touched on things. We talked about how you know take the religion part part out of it. We talked about you know you're getting the benefits and things right now. What we ain't talked about is, unfortunately, there's a shortage when it comes to your desire. When I say that, there's couples, there's people getting married, but you got some women getting married to each other. You got some men getting married to each other. So if I prefer prefer something, I'm limited because of what's left and available in the pool for me and vice versa for some guys too. So we're getting cut all across the board. So that's Mm. why some some marriages are not happening because we have lack thereof in a lot of different Areas, you know. Let's just be real. But, but I mean, but but is it really limited? You got seven billion people in the world. Are you really limited? (laughs) Yeah, it's limited. Now I got, I got it. You got, you know, people who are homosexual and they they taking up whoever they taking up whoever. But at the same time, I still feel like you're not. So I, I just want to say you're limited as your mind. That's right. That's all I want to say. You kind of limited. But you gotta have options, though, right? I mean, I'm just saying that you can, if I'm in a room and it has, all I'm saying is if I'm in a room and I'm going by my preference and what I like, because we're asking everybody, the question was, why haven't you said I do? I'm saying mm-hmm. if I'm in a room and this room has uh, 50 people of what I like, and I'm not saying like is in height, color, money. I'm saying options as far as a male. And this room has multiple options, but it's a both. I'm limited. Am I not limited? Mm-hmm. I'm just asking, King Leo. Am I not limited? I mean, I don't got that many sense. options. In a sense, but if somebody up in there like that polymoral stuff, I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? You ain't so limited. But let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. I, I'm, I'm but my my whole thing was it's not the, the so much of. The outside is the ones who are inside the house. You have been playing house. You have been playing wifey. You've been playing husband for so long. What is stopping you from that commitment? But King Leo just said it. Why would I need to put it on paper when you just give, you're giving it to me? You're giving it to me. You're giving it to me. You're acting like my wifey. You're doing wifey things. Why should I give you my legal? So I now I have to divorce and you get half for everything that I, that I got. I'm not giving you nothing. But I, but she deserved that because she done did, she done played wifey for 12 or 13 years. She deserved half of whatever you got. But guess what? Men like you, I'm not marrying her. I'm not putting it on paper. I mean, I look at, I just I also look at it like this. What are the benefits of marriage? You know what I'm saying? Well, well you, you get, you get the, you get the claim. You know, married on your, on your taxes. Nothing changes. It's just the, it's just your legal binding agreement between you know, yourself, God, and your husband and your wife. Yeah, right. I want to say this. Like this. I want to read this from Carlos, and I know we're gonna jump into you next, uh, Doctor Real. We're gonna get into you next because we are pushing for time. Um, but his question was: Let me ask this question, please. How can God be excluded from the very institution He created and made to create? I mean, I feel the same way. We all feel the same way. I feel Carlos, but it's just that. Everybody don't feel the same way, I guess. You know, so it got to be of equal, especially if that's the person that you're going to be with, of course. But you're right. He should not be excluded. We're just speaking in the terms of, unfortunately, he has been 
Can, can, I, the world. can I be a heathen? World. Yeah. Can, can I be a heathen and a devil's advocate real quick? <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't mean it. I don't, I'm not trying to make Carlos mad or nothing like that. But marriage is a man-made, is a man-made thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it started way back. It started way, 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 way back when they wanted to bind two people together. It first came, if you, it first came up when a man was being married off for the sense of royalty uh, or, or unionized between two families. That is that is where the marriage really started really coming from. It wasn't about love or anything like that. That's just that's just my take on it. Now I'm not you trying to hold King Leo. We going to rabbit hole, you, bro. You going to? You going? Yeah. In. It's a I swear game. I ain't because according to the word it says the Lord says a man who finds a wife finds good thing. It didn't say man said. He said the Lord says. I got. Carlos says this win. I don't know, Carlos. I'm gonna leave it up to yeah. y'all. No, uh, sir. No, no sir. No, sir. Since before, B- hey, since before BC, but we no, ain't gonna say. Well, that's that's a whole different situation. <laughs> uh, okay, let me in the ring. Ding, 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 ding. King Leo, you took us away with that one. We're gonna save you real quick. Oh Lord! Hey, All right. I always get into the unnecessary always- arguments. <laughs> Nothing. Damn. I just okay. Want to, we gonna move on. Lord, you know I got a stir the pot. I felt. Listen, I felt like I, I felt like Carlos was right here. He said, "Just win." All switch gears real quick <laughs> we're going to talk about the types of motivation which again every okay. time they all seem to tie in some way every time so there's two in psychology there's two forms of motivation there's extrinsic uh, motivation and intrinsic motivation uh extrinsic is one that comes from the outside the individual like example playing a sports winning an award or studying for a good grade on a test because you know it's going to be some kind of reward for your work. The interesting motivation is engaging the behavior because you find it rewarding. Like some people like to work out. They're not trying to uh, work out for some some kind of fitness goal. They just enjoy it. Or there's some people who right. enjoy studying topics. And that's something that comes from inside of you. Now, the best use for it. Uh, extrinsic motivation is best applied when people have little interest in performing the activity like your kids. They have little motivation to clean their room unless you give them some kind of reward or threaten some kind of punishment. Then they find motivation to clean their room or to do their homework or whatever the case may be. Um, <clears throat> interesting is studying because you find a subject and uh, valuable. Like I love studying about the psychology of people. It's not because I'm I'm going to be a psychiatrist or anything. I just enjoy the human mind and what makes it work. Oh, me too. Um, me too, Dr. Ray. It is important um, because you can find out a lot about people if you just be quiet and listen. A lot of people going to tell themselves, one, and two, that True. body language is so important. Uh, what you want to do, though, is introduce some kind of challenges in both ways as incremental goals. A lot of people fail with motivation to lose weight because they try to do things too fast. They, they put unattainable goals. I'm going to lose 30 pounds in a month. Number one, that's unhealthy. Number two, 
more than likely it's not even attainable. You're gonna be doing this stuff, but it's not gonna work out. You're gonna lose motivation. You're gonna go right back to doing what you were doing before. Uh, one thing I read about uh, that was uh, fascinating to me is it said, don't visualize success. Now, a lot of people on this panel and people just in general always talk about manifesting their goals. But when I read about this, it was intriguing where they were saying that can be possibly counterproductive because you're saying, yeah, I want to visualize me owning a mansion, but you're not visualizing the work that goes into owning that mansion. That's you skip that part and go straight to the to the finish line. And that can be counterproductive because by the time you know you waste all this energy so saying, you know, I'm gonna get here and get here, and then when you finally not get there, then again, you're disappointed. Got to fetch your self-esteem, and you know I'm a big person about self because it matters. Um, preparation. Most people don't plan nothing. Just be real. My people, they plan in their mind, but my, my, my mindset is the best laid, the best laid plans are on a paper with a pen and pencil. You know what I'm saying? Because you can always erase an idea if it's not right. But you can, but you cannot, what's his opinion? You can't do anything with it. So you gotta have, have plan. Mm -hmm. So the best motivation, again, is your external motivation and your internal motivation. I have both. Uh, my external motivation is make sure my family is put in a position to where we're good forever. But my internal motivation is I wanna be, I wanna be the best there is, no matter what it is. So you gotta decide which one works for you. But the thing about the um, extrinsic motivation is you gotta be careful about giving too many rewards. A big thing about the generations that came behind me is we gave everybody a prize, right? Yeah. You hear it all the time. You get a prize from the 80th place. When I was growing up, it was first, second, third. That's it. It wasn't a whole bunch of participation awards or whatever, because eventually if I like doing something, I'm getting rewarded for liking what I do all the time. I'm gonna lose motivation for that because now it's going boring. Or I look at it as a task. Yeah. This is so good. You talking, this is so good. Your thoughts, Miss Kelly. It happens at work. It, it happens at work. So what's your, because this, I struggle with this because, you know, of course, in the environment of uh, sales and things of that nature, you're supposed to motivate people. Mm -hmm. And it's, a, it's always amazing to me that what you're showing me is that you got the power and the knowledge to do it, which is your job anyway. That's what mm -hmm. you're already getting paid for. But you're saying if I motivate you a little bit more with some money, or a, a dangle something over your head, you're gonna, you're gonna, it's gonna motivate you, and you're gonna fight that much harder just to go and do it. It's true. I'm honestly trying to think about other ways to motivate, you know, because that's it, it's kind of baffling with me. It, it, it's that's this deep because to me, it's people will hold back things unless mm. you reward them the way that they want to be rewarded, and usually yeah. it's with some money. And that it's creates a bad Now, what I would have done for free, you monetize me now. So now I'm like, well, nah, ain't no prize this time. So, I'm gonna so fall I back ain't going to do it. I'm going to fall back I'm going to fall back a little bit. I ain't going to try as hard. And that goes for relationships, too. Yeah. You can use this model for relationships as well. You know, it's their reward. A lot of times, and it's not all women, because I'm not an all-inclusive person. But uh, some females like to use the power of the coochie as motivation to get their man to do X, Y, Z. Yeah, mm, mm, Dr. Mm. you're right. They are doing the, you know, doing they, some they, strings they do, for a little bit of change. Do not, ladies, mm -hmm. you, I told you, do not use your panani 
as a damn weapon. What if they use some They're definitely using the panache. What if they use some They're definitely using the panache. I don't even, and that's another thing with marriage. See, they they using this punani because they're not married. Because if they was married, you don't supposed to do that, right? You don't supposed to withhold. You don't have to be like, using that. that. You could be using something else. But listen, to they out Kevin here using they using the punani. Listen to what Kevin was saying. Kevin was saying you should be trying to get that thing away. Hmm. I don't think they're supposed to just get I don't know. Listen, it's all messed up. Like I said, you're supposed to be married. I'm gonna think of it in <laughs> Listen, T, here's at the end of the day, you should focus on the journey, not the outcome. All right. Um right. that's why so many people are exactly. depressed or going through things mentally because they focus on the outcome, not the journey. You're not gonna win right. every time. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So enjoy the trip and mm-hmm. take notes along the way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You don't sit there and get, get heartbroken because your business ideal didn't work the first time. Mm. That's you right. know, or your marriage didn't work the first time. Or your relationship didn't work the first time. Right. You gotta find that intrinsic motivation inside of you to keep it moving. Don't be blind right. by surprises. If you that if that man ain't no good when you wasn't married to him. He ain't gonna improve with a ring on on your finger or his. I need to through your head. That's why I said marriage. No, y'all right. stop listening to Cardi. No, stop that, listening that to Cardi. And marriage. Hey, they were lazy as hell when they were dating. They gonna be lazy as hell with a ring on the finger. Ain't no doubt. Right. Absolutely. At the end Absolutely. of the day, his his couple things his couple things take into retrospect when it comes to terms of money. When it comes to terms of money, it don't matter what age you is, you can still get rich. Jeff Bezos ain't here rich till he here by 36, 37. Mm. When it shoot, what's his name? Um, um, the the guy that did all the investing. Got to do all the investing. Why the older guy? Um, he ain't get really get hit till like 42, 43. That's in terms of money. When the time comes terms of marriage, come terms of marriage. Some people they ain't really, you know, Steve Harvey, take that into retrospect. He he Third three marriages in. <laughs> I mean, just saying. But he married though. He, but he married. He said so, three. So, so yeah, you gonna you gotta go through all. You gotta go through the bad to get to the good. That's all. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much it is at the end of the day. You gotta go through the bad to get to the good. You gotta get through those first little fast fairs. When it comes turns business, jobs, relationships, whatever case may be, you gonna go through your make your mistakes to get to the good. I, I trust you. That's that's. Yeah, I mean that with hundred percent. Find your motivation. At. Your motivation cannot always be extrinsic because you're focusing on reward. Mm, you're yeah. really about leading your life with that kind of motivation. You got to have a, a healthy balance of both. You do. I agree. A hundred percent. I agree with that. Did you have something motivational? Uh, you usually, you know, go out with a little something too. We don't tap into you. Uh, it's time for minutes. We got a couple of minutes left, King Leo. Uh, let me let Dr. Here's Real my, get here's my quote for the week. People yeah. rarely, rarely share your vision, but love to see the benefits. Hmm. Ooh, you see, now that's, you're right. That's all I'm going to say. You are so right. Mm-hmm. So right. Let that marry for y'all get them taxes this week. Don't let that man come <laughs> home and put your taxes and, 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 and double your taxes. Don't, don't believe that, dude. 
<laughs> Give me them taxes. Let me flip it. Get them taxes. <laughs> studio time. Nah, fam. You need no studio time. You need some job time. Don't do it. Don't do it. Come here, babe. Let me get that $3,000. Oh make it flip it in the 10. Please, whatever you do, do not go to the Snooty Fox auto slot and buy you a 95 Honda City with 250,000 miles on it. That's on it. For the breakdown next week. Don't do that to yourself. Because it is tax season. I can smell them limit cars heating up on the side of the road right now. (laughs) Like this right here, like like baby from Young Money, Cash Money, rubbing their hands together. All right. Uh, what we'll do is, King Leo, let's tap into your subject and we'll do a continuation of it because I know you're not going to have time to probably finish it all up. But let's tap into it and we'll continue it uh, going into next week. But what you got, bro? <clears throat> sure, I forgot my dang old subject. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> it's, been, I'm, it's been a day. It has been a day. I'm going. It has been We'll a talk day. about it backstage. Yeah, but I'm. I'm, I'm so I just want everybody. To understand this and this is what I'm gonna go out with and I mean this from depths of my heart <laughs> please 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 watch who you have children with okay my mm-hmm. mama always said mm-hmm. watch who you have children with and what did I do close my eyes so y'all just watch who you have children with Make sure if you have, if you're laying down with someone, anybody, anybody, if you're laying down with somebody, it better be somebody that you can see yourself being with for the rest of your life. That's true. Because I told my son that. Or is it like they money together, just living together? Uh, I, I want to say, no, I, I want to say married to, being with for the rest of your life. However you want to look at it, if you don't see yourself being with that person for the rest of your life, do not lay down with that person. That's all I'm going to say. Now, I understand people out here, you having fun. I hear just get it on, just get it on. Wrap it up. Wrap. I was going to say, you can lay down with them just because I'm on it. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Protect yep. yourself. You, can't, you just can't be throwing hot dogs down the hall. No, don't be throwing hot dogs down the hall. Down the hot dog without no buns. Just, just do not be throwing hot dogs down no. the hall. Wrap it, it up. Protect, protect yourself. It. Protect, protect them. If you're laying down with somebody, make sure it's somebody that you that you see yourself being with. That's, I mean, it's pretty much as clear as I can make it, man. Because sometimes when you get that one person and you don't know who they is deep down, and you know, y'all just messing around, and if, when a baby thrown into the equation, everything go left. Especially if you don't know that That's person. True. But That's your true. first argument gonna tell you a lot about how your relationship gonna go. That's true. Your very first disagreement gonna tell you a lot about how your relationship gonna go further from that. If that person slammed doors and go off and, and yell and screaming, that's what that person is. Period. But men tend, men tend to look over that first argument. Women don't, but men do. Y'all tend to look over because that sex is amazing. Y'all like, okay, she'll look crazy. I'm going to look past that. But then, no, she crazy, crazy. Now you stuck with her for the rest of your life because you got a baby. Because they, they like crazy. Some of There's them. a lot of men like crazy. Man. It depends on the level of crazy. No, baby. Look, it depends on the level of crazy. Mm-hmm. The level you can't of crazy. You see crazy everybody, my brother. Look, you're crazy Dr. Crazy. Yeah, it depends on the level of crazy. No, it don't depend on that. You're just looking at the sex. She's not looking at that. She crazy. Nah, now you I, stuck with her for the rest of your life because you got this baby. That girl can throw a golf ball through a garden hose, and I don't give a damn about none of that. 
Exactly. You crazy. Hey, it's the love of crazy, man. I don't care how fine, how good the sex is, or how good that hallway is. If it is not, if she, if she just too crazy, I don't care. I don't care. I don't give a damn. That good. It is not that good. I'm to sorry me. to hear that. Sounds like a, a a long way to go and some pain. Maybe <laughs> got to get some prayers out there or something for you, the people that's experiencing that. But y'all, it's the nine o'clock hour. Um, it's been real. It's been it's been really really good. I know that we got like caught up and tied up with a lot of the subjects that we talked about tonight but you know that's just usually how it goes you know and it's, it's a good thing so if this is your first time rocking with us just come back and rock with us again every wednesday night between the hours of 8 and 9 p.m and yes. continue to watch out because we do have a couple of spinoff shows that will be happening soon and i'm excited about it so yes you will still have us here on wednesday night as your power team but we have a couple of other shows that will be thrown in the mix on a couple of different nights. So just stay tuned. But um, yes. we ain't got to go home, y'all. But we definitely got to get the hell up out of here because you already know with power, you are. What? what? You. Speak. Mm -hmm. I liked it a little bit. We'll try to get it next time, y'all. We still yeah, working on We're trying to be in sync with each other and I don't know we got thrown off tonight but we're gonna have it next time y'all have a good night and y'all be safe and I'll see y'all next week peace out peace out peace out King Leo are you still thinking about what to do with your life as a podcaster well today is your lucky day join anchor Anchor is the place to be. You can monetize. That means you can make money. And it's simple and it's easy and fun. Join Anchor today.